it's really important to find a good operator, a good person in charge of a syndication. In fact, in my opinion, that matters more than finding a good deal. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Matt Jones, sitting in for Todd today. He's got like 14 projects he's working on. So I'm going to talk to you today about passive real estate investing. It's the best kind of money, in my mind, of how to make money in real estate. That mailbox money that just shows up, whether in your mailbox or in your bank account, uh, it's beautiful. So there are different ways to go about passive investing. And actually, uh, I want to mention that I am a, you know, starting a new podcast in addition to Pillars of Wealth Creation, which kind of focuses on all kinds of real estate investing, business mindset, that sort of stuff. But my new podcast I'll be starting in about a month or so will be as a resource for passive real estate investors. And I'm looking for guests right now. So whether you're a passive real estate investor who has some good experience and insight to offer that could help other passive investors, or you're an active real estate investor who knows of different ways to passively invest and like the best kind of support that you can provide for passive real estate investors, you know, I might want to interview you. So please uh, send me an email and I'm going to include this in the show notes. My email is matt at hawkwingcapital.com and we can talk to see if you could be a, a potential good fit or if you know somebody that could uh, be a good fit as well as a guest. So anyway, back to pass or passive real estate investing. So uh, I'll just go over a few different ways to do it. And you know, there's no like right or wrong way to do it. It's just a matter of what makes the most sense for you. So one thing I'll talk about is crowdfunding, which is kind of like uh, you know syndication. And in fact, it is, it's a type of syndication, but it really focuses on uh, really any type of real estate asset class. And there are different crowdfunding platforms like Fundrise or Mogul. And uh, unlike most syndications, it you can get in for a lower dollar amount. So it's a good way to dip your feet in the water, if you will, when it comes to uh, real estate syndication. So you don't have to start with $50,000 minimums or $100,000 minimums. Often it's it could be even just a few hundred dollars or just a couple thousand dollars to get going. And it can cover like, uh, so you can invest in like multifamily or land or commercial or triple net or all sorts of different kinds of asset classes. But usually with uh, crowdfunding, you're going to get smaller returns than you would if you went with a regular syndication, you know, just when there's more investors with lower, you know, capital amounts per investor, there's more overhead uh, to, you know, be able to manage that. And so that's why you get uh, generally a lower return off of a crowdfunding deal than other types. Now, uh, next, I'll talk about a REIT or Real Estate Investment Trust. And these, I would say, barely even kind of only count as real estate investing because you're, you know, you're not like an owner of the real estate. So, uh, you know, just really briefly, a REIT is a big company. You know, sometimes they're publicly traded and you can buy shares of this and, uh, and then the company invests in real estate. So the company owns the real estate, but you own shares in that company. It's just like owning stocks in Tesla or Apple or Nike or something like that. You know, you don't own the shoes or the cars or whatever, but you own shares in the company. So it's a, a read is like, sort of like a mutual fund, if you will. And, you know, just like crowdfunding, they, you can, uh, you know, REITs specialize in all sorts of different kinds of asset classes, uh, you know, self-storage or uh, commercial or multifamily, all, all kinds of different things. 
and they have different ways of providing you with dividends generally, whether it's uh, you know cash dividends or more stock dividends or things like that. Yeah, so investing in a REIT is really liquid, but uh, you know you don't have equity ownership in the deal, so you don't you're not getting like the tax benefits that you would uh, you know by investing in uh, you know syndication, for example. And uh, so, but like I said, it's it's liquid, so you can pull your cash out at any time. Also, REITs, when they're publicly traded, they're really strongly tied to the stock exchange. So if the stock exchange has a bad day, it can bring down the value of the REIT that you're invested in. You know, even though your REIT is investing in real estate and that's different from the stock market, you know, there, it's, you know, because it's publicly traded, it's connected. And so, you know, you can, you know, through no fault of your own, you know, if there's a bad day in the stock market, it can really impact your REIT portfolio if you do that. You can also invest in tax liens, and uh, this varies by state. You know, some states are tax lien uh, focused, some states are tax deed focused, and they work a little bit different. But essentially, with a tax lien, uh, you know, the taxes for your property, uh, the, you know, for any property really, you have to pay taxes to the government. Uh, you know, <laughs> for the pleasure of having that property there. But uh, you know, sometimes people forget, uh, or they don't have enough money to be able to pay their property taxes that uh, month or or year or whatever. And so then it goes to collections. And then there's going to be like uh, interest and fees and stuff that that uh, the homeowner or property owner has to pay in addition to there. They still have to pay the property taxes uh, as well. So you as the tax lien investor, you buy that tax lien from the government. So you pay the government the amount that was owed in the, the tax lien, and then maybe a little more, but then you get whatever is extra with when it comes to like interest and fees. And so the property owner then has to pay you the you know the, the fees and, and reimburse you for the, the what you paid for the tax lien. So you're pretty much guaranteed to make a return you know with a tax lien because like if they don't pay, then you can actually foreclose. There is certainly a possibility that you could get a house for, or other property for pennies on the dollar, but I would say this is pretty rare and you're probably not going to get like the best quality house, uh, you know, this way either. Because generally, let's say somebody has a $500,000 house and, uh, you know, they've got a $5,000 tax bill on that. What are the chances, like if they've got hundreds of thousand dollars worth of equity, that they're going to let that house go for a, a mere $5,000, you know, like it, it's really unlikely they're going to find that. You know, money somewhere to be able to pay off that tax lien. So, which is good for you as the tax lien investor, because you're, again, you're guaranteed the return and the interest and fees and stuff that you would get off that. And, uh, you know, they're not, you know, investing in tax liens is not liquid, but it's really a, usually a, a quick turnaround time, like a few months or, or a year or something when you would uh, get paid back for that. All right. Uh, next, I'm going to talk about uh, investing in notes. So, and there's different kinds of notes you can invest in. So uh, essentially, you know, when there's real estate, the bank is always going to win, you know, the, the mortgage, especially the first mortgage, you know, is, you know, they're going to get paid when, if the house has to be sold at auction or, or whatever, you know, so you, you can always take the property back, uh, you know, if you need to as the bank. And if, uh, if you're investing in notes or mortgages, then you act as the bank and these can be traded. Like you can, you can buy mortgages from other people, uh, you know, or other banks or other people acting like banks. So this is really passive because I mean, you know, people have to pay you the the mortgage fees and interest each month in order for them to keep their property. Otherwise, you can foreclose on them, and then you can, you know, just like tax liens, you can potentially get a, a property for much less than what the property is worth. But I mean, if they sell it, then you know, then you know, there's the due on sale clause. So I mean, you'll get paid back anyway. Uh, but uh, it's very pretty safe 
as well type of investments. I mean, that's why banks make a fortune on doing it. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that's generally not liquid either. But uh, uh, then there's also hard money loans that you can invest in too. So hard money is when uh, like investors are buying a property for like a fix and flip uh, sort of situation, whether it's a house or a multifamily or office or, or whatever. I mean, they can use hard money. And usually hard money loans are higher interest rate, shorter terms, and you can be the hard money lender. Or like my friends over at Pine Financial, they have a fund where you invest money through them and then they give you just a straight, I think, an 8% return off of your money. Now, granted, it's uh, it's a debt play, so you don't have ownership in the property. So you're not getting like the upside off of the when the property sells or refinances for a higher amount or something like that. You just get this the straight uh, 8% pref or preferred rate. And you're, you know, guaranteed that money. And uh, also, it's, you know, for them anyway, for that fund, it's really liquid. So you can you know, invest as much as you want or as little and then and then pull it out uh, when you need to, if you need to buy it, you know, something else. So there are syndications as well that I mentioned, and Todd and I talk about syndications a lot on the show uh, because <laughs> that's what we do. We we like real estate syndications, and uh, just like all you know, these other types of passive investing, it can be any type of uh, you know type in asset class. You know, it could be multifamily, which we do, or senior assisted living, or self storage, or office space, or warehouses, or whatever. I mean, you name it, uh, and there's syndications for it. So, uh, you know, I guess the classical way of investing in a syndication is, you know, you find somebody who is an operator or syndication sponsor or syndicator, uh, you know, it's uh, same, you know, different terms for the same thing, essentially, who is ever in charge, like the active investor who's running the deal. So you as a passive investor, you find somebody who's good, whether you're researching them through the internet or, or finding referrals, or you know somebody who's invested with them, uh, you know, it's really important to find a good operator, a good person in charge of a syndication. In fact, in my opinion, that matters more than finding a good deal because a good syndication sponsor will take a mediocre deal and make it work out so that there's profits for everybody. Whereas a bad syndication sponsor or somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, they can take the best deal in the world and make it go south very quickly, you know. So uh, anyway, the as a syndication in passive investor, you want to find somebody who knows what they're doing and has kind of been through the ringer and and uh, and you had a good background, good past experiences to be able to bring that forward into the future, whatever may come. Okay, so you as the passive investor, you give you know like fifty thousand dollars or whatever it is to this uh, syndicator, and um, you know then you'll get returns usually. Uh, so you'll get like a preferred rate of return each month. But, you know anyway, it, usually it's somewhere between like six to eight percent of your investment capital for, you know, throughout the year. And then, uh, then there's usually an equity split for whatever's above and beyond there. Sometimes there's multiple levels based on like what level of achievement of return, you know, this is called a waterfall, but, um, usually just generally the, the industry standard is when there, you know, there's a syndicated property, the general partnership or the people in charge, they're going to get about 30% of the, the profits, Whereas the passive investors share the other 70%, you know, based on how much, you know, one person is investing versus another. So you as the limited partner or passive investor in that syndication, you really do get the lion's share and uh, which is nice, but uh, the syndication sponsor, they have to make some profits too for it to be worth it for them to do a good job on your behalf. Now there's another way within syndications where you can invest in a fund 
that is investing in, in syndications. So a fund manager, you know, then you want to find a good fund manager who knows what they're doing and has some good experience because they are going to look for and, and find and vet and, and uh, make sure that there's good syndication sponsors that they're going to invest the fund money with. But uh, let's say they're like, if you, uh, you know, you're investing with a fund versus investing directly with a syndicator, you know, with a $50,000 investment, you might be able to get, um, I don't know, let's say a, a 7% a preferred rate of return uh, from the, you know, if you invested directly with the syndication sponsor, but uh, investing through the fund, you know, the, you know, maybe instead of your $50,000, this fund manager has collected, you know, a million dollars or $2 million from multiple people together and now has more buying power to negotiate with syndication sponsors who again, know what they're doing and are, are good and experienced to be able to say like, Hey, if you want this big chunk of money, which alleviates your problem with the capital raising, then you're going to have to give us our group a little bit better rate of return than you're offering everybody else. So, you know, depending on the situation, you can actually make more money, uh, you know, more profits by investing through a fund into a syndication than you can directly uh, into the syndication itself, which is amazing. So, um, uh, but anyway, so it makes sense in the end. So depending on which way you want to passively invest in real estate, you know, you gotta, I, I think it's important to research the different ways and find one that makes the most sense to you and then maybe try a few different ways, you know, different asset classes, different markets, different syndication sponsors, or, or uh, you know, different uh, uh, mortgage notes, uh, you know, different funds, things like that. So you can see you're, not only you're diversifying your, your income and, and how your capital is deployed, but you're also getting some experience for, you know, dipping your toes in, in, in different water to try things out to see what you really like. So if you're looking uh, for uh, some experience with finding and vetting uh, real estate sponsors, actually, I'm putting together a little you know, one, one page uh, information sheet that I'll send you as well. So if you want that, you can email me again. My, my email is matt at hawklingcapital.com, which is in the show notes. Or again, if you know of a good potential guest for my other podcast about passive real estate investing, whether you're a passive real estate investor or you're an active investor who provides good support for your passive investors. You know, I want to talk to you probably. So send me an email and uh, Todd will be back on Monday with another great interview. So thanks very much for listening to Pillars of Wealth Creation and have yourself a fantastic rest of your day and make every day a Saturday. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. Your rating review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit.
that. So you can go up to coachwithdex.com and check that out. And uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.